1: Hey, 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 welcome back to Religions, I'm Dean, and I'm Jay, and together, we're podcasting, we are, this is a podcast, we are podcasting, we are podcasting, Jay, yes, Dean,
0: I got new wheels, buddy, you did, you bought a very fine vehicle, and so did your girlfriend, Gina, well, Gina one-upped me, and I'm not happy about it, what do you mean, she won let me tell you something, bro, what, uh, slow, uh, slow uh,
1: the uh, pace, uh, my nizzle. Uh, whoa. <laughs> oh. Did you hear about this SNL guy? The, the new guy on the cast of SNL who's like facing a controversy because f- he used the word, and I'm just using this word in context. Yeah. Chinks. Um, Why well, you can't say chinks in the armor? Well, no, shut up. Oh, he means like the Chinese? Yeah, he means like this. <laughs> well, that's fucking wrong. Why Wait, he? hold on. Let me Let me finish. Let me finish, buddy. Okay, Shane Gillis got... I know who he is. Yeah, yeah he got he got brought on to SNL. You know, the sinking ship that is SNL. And um, he did a podcast a long time ago. And in the podcast, he made a joke about chinks. Um, and it bothers him when Asian people try to learn English. And he said it in jest. Um, and actually, I, I'm curious to get your opinion on this. So, he said it jokingly. He's a comic that has a reputation of kind of pushing the envelope. Yeah. A lot of his jokes are racially motivated, but not, like, racially motivated. When I say racially motivated, I don't mean, like, anti, like, any particular race. I just mean, like, they're race jokes. Yeah. Um, So I guess they went back and found footage from uh, a while back. And in the the video, he says uh, Chinatown is fucking nuts. It's full fucking China. It is Chinese down there. I mean... That goes without saying. Hello. <laughs> uh, let me let the fucking chinks live there. Okay, that was racist. Um, and then in the second clip, Gillis says <laughs> that an sorry. Asian trying to learn English bothers him more than any other minority playing music in a restaurant loudly on their phone. He then describes racist jokes as nice racism and good racism. Um, hmm. Actually, it was from September of 2018, so it's fairly recent. Hmm. Um, this happens a lot nowadays. Yeah. Like, this isn't particularly old. This is only a year old, but you've seen it with like people running for political office or yeah. comedians like digging or like Kevin Hart, for example. Uh, that he made the the tweets about gay people that were homophobic. Yep, I remember that ten years ago. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Like surfacing now and and what do you think? It, what kind of impact do you think? You
0: should well, have I mean, then there's course? the dude. Uh, what's his name from? Um, uh, oh my God! I just drew a blank. This is what happens when you get old. <laughs> No, I not, not really. Is it, it's just Maybe I'm just
1: tired. Yeah, well, what's um
0: name? uh Seinfeld, uh, the tall dude. Uh, oh, Kramer. Used Kramer. Kramer, yeah. He, he, he yeah, dropped he, an N-bomb on Because he was, well, he was getting harassed by two black gentlemen. Which is like the worst time. And so, bro, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, that was dumb. And you know what's really sad about that whole thing? That's not really sad. Um, <laughs> I know that was kind of weird. He hasn't done a goddamn thing since. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. I mean, his—he destroyed his career over something that's stupid. Well, how do you
1: how do you feel about stuff like that?
0: And he said all, it was just all in. You know, just how I feel about it. So all right, so this is good. I like this topic. Yeah. Me too. So there's lots of comedians, and I love comedians. And,
1: and wait, before you continue, I don't want to limit it just to comedians. Like literally, no like people now with in Twitter, general. Yeah, like with Twitter nowadays yeah. and like other sources. Yeah, and like we have a podcast, so this this could someday be a relevant issue for us, right? Because, like, I have ambitions to run for office. Well, I just said my nizzle, and that's, you know. Yeah, and that's, you know, it's borderline, and, like, they got a context. Like, a lot of the stuff can be misconstrued. But,
0: sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, no, that was the Snoop Dogg thing because that, I don't know if you ever saw the,
1: do you ever see the tweets and that he with does? Wendisle, yes. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> um, he's, a, by the way, best account on Instagram. Oh, Snoop he's dog. awesome. He's, yeah. If you don't follow Snoop Dogg, Snoop's do the man. Do yourself
0: a favor and follow him immediately. He's freaking hilarious, man. Um, um
1: all right, so back to uh this issue. So how do you feel about skeletons being dug out of closets well, and then being used right, to ruin So, careers? like I started to say, so comedians in general, we'll just I'll start with them.
0: You know, there's lots of comedians that uh I, when when I heard you read that, it reminded me of what's her name, the comedian, the Chinese comedian. Oh, she's Korean. I, I forget, but she is so funny, and she all she does is rag on her oh, ethnicity. I can
1: picture her, and I can't remember her name. I know exactly who you're talking. And she's about,
0: awesome. Too. She's um, she's an actress now. She does like movies and stuff. Um, and she was so funny, but it's it's her race, so it's her prerogative to do that um there's another dude right from boston um what's his name sebastian
1: menescalco i think oh yep yep you're right exactly right. funny
0: funny dude yep. um talks about italians and how goofy we are and i'm italian you're italian and we do do a lot of is that stereotypical shit that italians do but again it's it's to me it's okay for them to do it now for this guy i'm sorry but even while you were reading that to me and he said what he said i said and what did i say i said that's racist i don't think it's cool to do that kind of stuff today well let me ask you this and that was fairly recent so it wasn't cool to do it then either
1: yeah (laughs) but let me ask you this does it being in the context of being comedic change it does it make it it's like Another example, Daniel Tosh. Remember him? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he had a bit during a stand-up I set. freaking love that guy. Well, he had a bit, I think this was like, it was at least like three or four years ago. He did rape jokes. Oh, I remember uh, that. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And there was this big controversy about it. And basically he came out and he said, they're jokes. Right. I don't support rape. Right. I remember that. Yeah. And and like, but Tosh is,
0: he's totally always pushed the envelope on everything, even on his show. So has, so has Gillis. Yeah, no, no, I get it. And, but that's what I'm saying. Like today and last year, that's a racist thing to say because of where we are today.
1: So it being in the context of purely being an act during a comedy show doesn't, make it more justifiable.
0: And the problem so the problem with everything that, that's happened recently in the past two years. So racism right? isn't a new No phenomenon. no 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 no. I'm talking about comedy. So let's look at Lenny Bruce. Yep. Lenny Bruce was cutting edge. He was very risque. Risque. Yeah. Um there was another uh comedian um he used to do the Gentile thing. Oh, yeah, again, um, I'm drawing a blank, but I can. I, I know the bit. Banned yeah. for a long time. Uh, funny, funny guy, and he would do all these Jewish jokes, but he would rag on Gentiles, white people, and basically, you know, it was just like, it was funny. Yeah. But because where we've come with what we're doing, and I hate to say this, and, and I don't usually say this, but everybody tries to make everything fucking political now. And so racism is a political thing where now you have to be careful as a comedian on what you do, what you say. So let's skip comedians now. Let's go to something else like you said, like politicians or like somebody running for an office, not the office, but for an office, for any type of, you know, they have to watch everything they said. I remember we did a podcast uh, a couple of uh, a couple of podcasts ago you said something about you were running and you said this is going to come back
1: to bite me in the ass yeah. if I do it again that's the sad fucking thing like but again so i guess like that's kind of where like the question of context comes into play so i'm trying to think of of like a politician that was running for office that like something i mean it's happened a million times but yeah. like, i i'm just i know the governor of south carolina got in some trouble for it but like There's been, didn't he
0: do blackface or something when he was a kid? Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: So that's a good example. So pictures came out from when he was in high school that he wore a blackface costume. He came out. He made a statement. He seemed genuinely remorseful. Who knows? Um, But see, here's the other thing. Like down south, and I'm not going
0: to make excuses for that. that
1: Was more acceptable.
0: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't. You know, I mean, the killer is what was it? What was it Al Jolson, man? If Al Jolson surfaced today, Al Jolson was white.
1: Yeah. And he sang the song, Mammy. And, uh, <laughs> well, look at cartoons back in the 30s. Yeah. All the band, uh, Warner Brothers cartoons. Yeah, they were and, all blackface. Yeah, and, the, and the Walt Disney cartoons yeah. that were, uh, literally, they, they like depicted black people as, Uh, slaves and wearing... And there were white people in the cartoons wearing blackface. Right, and the interesting thing about that was it was a comedian... I don't know if it was...
0: Was it Chappelle? I don't know if it was... It was one of the comedians, a black comedian that said, you know, I don't know why white people are getting so upset about blackface. He goes, when they're clearly doing it because they know that we're funnier and better musicians (laughs) than they are. And I just thought that was really cool the way he worded that, but... But
1: it's also not true.
0: It's also not true, and also... You know, I'm going to bring up another controversial thing. Eddie Murphy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Eddie Murphy used to do uh, a white guy. Right? I mean, he yeah. he used to wear white makeup and he'd act like a white guy. Was that shit funny? Yes, it was. But
1: here's the thing. Blackface has a certain connotation to it.
0: Right. It means it, it brings back to the slavery yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. And it, I, I get that. And, and it I was
1: used to mock slaves.
0: And the last thing, you know. I I I don't like racism period and I think it's horrifying that we're going backwards that far now to where we're actually
1: clipping every single little thing that everybody says now and brings it out. Now, well we've simultaneously gotten more aware of it and and policed it more, but at the same time I feel like that is changing the perception in ma- in making this country seem like it's more racist now than it ever has been, and it, because we're, we've we've the bar of what's racist has come down so far, dude, that everybody like has I'm sorry. skeletons in the closet. It seems like, right? Well, that's that's what it appears
0: to be, and it's not. Like you know, for instance, I work with a very diverse group of people. Man, I'll tell you, some of the shit that comes out of their mouths. It's it's an HR nightmare waiting to happen, and and we all say that and we laugh about it because there's not a racist fucking person in my in 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 the group of people that I work with, and it's awesome, and we're all of different genders, colors, and it's amazing, and you know creeds, and you know we laugh and joke and do crazy th- stuff together, and that, and that's the thing I think. I think what happens is I think the media takes things so far and so deep that they are actually the ones, you know, who are actually splitting things up in that direction of being everything's racist, 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 racist. And, and it's it sucks, man, because, all right, again, going back to comedy, you know, this guy's a comedian, Gillis, right? He's he's uh, he, he's a cutting edge comedian, right? Chappelle. I I haven't seen the new Dave Chappelle show. But from what I understand, it's off the hook because he just doesn't give a fuck. And he like went to town on a whole bunch of issues and people are really pissed off about it. Now, I have kids in work that have seen it and told me, Jay, you got to see this shit like he goes off and he's funny about it. Dave Chappelle has always been like
1: that. Well, he's always had racist, not racist, he's had racial undertones to yeah. his show. I mean, a big a big part of his comedy was, like, white versus black tropes. Oh, like, my remember God. Remember Black Bush? Yeah. Which was one of my favorite comedy <laughs> skits. Uh, my favorite part of Black Bush, by the way, is when, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, it was the guy that went, like, it was the guy on the show that used to go, let me holla at you, let me holla, let me holla at you, let me holla at you, remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and at one point, Dave Chappelle's, black being black bush and he's talking about how they found yellow cake uranium yeah and that guy's standing behind him hold holding the yellow cake and he's going don't drop that shit don't drop that shit it's so fucking funny dave chappelle is awesome um and
0: and, and that's one of the things like i enjoyed watching him all the time because he would do shit like that yeah and you know but i, I didn't i i don't i don't find any i know I don't know anybody that doesn't think that shit's funny. Black, white, yellow, green, pink, orange. I don't give a <laughs> fuck what color you are. People that I work with are all race, creed, you, you name it, right?
1: And they think that shit's funny. Well, of course it's funny. But but see, that kind of circles back to the question. So I don't want to get into like... I think there is a, a worthy and justified exemption when it comes to a black comic making jokes about white people because... It's funny because white people have never had to experience true racism in America to the point where it's, like, harmed to culture or led to, like, public lynchings. Like, I'm reading FDR's biography, okay? And in the 1930s, and this is probably the biggest black stand on FDR's presidency, uh, in, I believe, 1936, legislation was introduced to the floor to ban lynching, you know what lynching is? Yeah. So um, it's fucked up. It, it, it got it ended up going to committee. and ended up dying before it made its way to the floor, and it, it, it died largely because FDR refused to explicitly support it. Behind the scenes, he supported anti-lynching, and FDR advanced a lot of um, African American equality and relations. I mean, there, there were he was the first president to have black members of his cabinet. He um, had work programs for the unemployed and a lot of that was geared toward like stimulating black communities and but the only stain on his record and the kind of lingering civil rights is he, he didn't vote is that, that he did well it's other well he's a president so wasn't voting but he didn't explicitly come out and say i am in support of an anti-lynching bill and he did that because back then there were so many southern democrats mm-hmm. it was kind of the opposite of it is now as it is now and a lot of um a lot of the South were actually conservative Democrats. They yep. weren't progressives. The progressives were in the North during FDR's presidency. The house, the Democrats had a majority of like five to one in the house. Um, so it was, there, there basically were no Republicans as we define them today. It was all conservative Democrats and progressive Democrats. And there was a lot of infighting and FDR uh, didn't want to lose the support of the, of the uh, centrist Democrats right. that were in favor of lynching. So he didn't say anything.
0: Yeah, because the of the the old uh, that old school Southern mentality was huge. I mean, there you, there's still parts of the deep South that sure, are pretty nasty. And I've been to them, and it's it's scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um And as a white person, it's scary. Yeah, I'm not even talking about being in black neighborhoods. Being
1: in a white neighborhood in the South is scary. But I bring that up because like that's just an example of like relatively modern history. I mean we didn't really end segregation in America until what? At least Boston. It was 1970. Something like that. I mean, I think the majority of it occurred during the late fifties and sixties, but you know, so really all this is coming back to is like, I don't think there's any sort of racial history where a black comedian making fun of white people would make us uncomfortable. I don't think anyone would call that racism. No, because it's not really, it, it doesn't, bring up like bad history for white people. It doesn't it doesn't like hint at like truly racial undertones in our history. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um No, I mean but- I I I mean like I've I've watched Chris Rock. He's one
0: of my favorites and and you know, I I watched him talk about going to the ATM machine and and uh, there was a bunch of black dudes hanging out in the corner and they were coming over to like basically mug him the way he tells the story is really hilarious because he's another word he basically came down and said it didn't matter what color he was they were going to take his money no matter what yeah you know um but the way
1: he worded it the way he said it is hilarious yeah you know so i mean so you're kind of speaking to this then in a sense so i guess really after all this discussion my question is i guess it's twofold one should Someone like Gillis here, who got, who is now on, got lynched. Yeah, no. So Shane Gillis <laughs> was named a new a member of the SNL cast for the next right. season. Should he lose that job because of the stuff that he said in a comedic setting? Now, just to give you a little more context, he came out and made a statement, and he basically said, "This is nothing new. I'm an uh, you know I, I live on that edge."
0: Well, the thing is, don't you think that the 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 people who run SNL know that about him
1: well at least if they did their homework it's out there it wasn't hidden
0: but see here's the thing this is the thing that fucking kills me is is the american people like the public we don't you don't understand how small a group the entertainment industry actually is and so you have a small group of comedians you have actors and you have musicians you can't even fathom how small the groups are. Everybody thinks it's this gigantic fucking Hollywood thing that's out there, and it's not. I know a lot of guys that are in the music industry that are rock stars. Yeah, and I think I had talked about this before on a podcast. Um, one of my friends, you know, uh, played with a very popular rock band, and he no longer does that. And he does; uh, he's it he runs a, a very famous entertainment agency now. Um, he's manages bands. Um, and when I went over his house in the peak of his being in that famous band, uh, went over his house to visit him with another friend of mine. We grew up with this guy and he basically pointed that out. He said, you think, you know, when, when they did, uh, um, live aid, he said to me, he said, you know, it's, you, you look at it and it looks like this gigantic group of people that, that are in the music industry. And he, he and he even said it's like it's like that everywhere in the industry. And he said, and I'll, and I'll be quick. He'll, he said, you know, it's a very small group of people. So what he, is the point is it's not reality? It, well, it's not that it's, not, it's rea- not representative of reality. I don't I don't think it is. I, I, I it's and that's just it. It's I think because it's such a small group but, of people. The people in S in SNL but he's who not hired really, him,
1: but he's not really that level of celebrity i mean this is a guy no, no, who no. has been mostly an underground comic
0: correct but don't you get it like people fucking went out and searched right they, they talent agencies are all over the place right so snl probably said hey we need some new blood on the show why don't you go down to the clubs and check this fucking dude out this is how this works okay but you don't think they would have like looked into who he was that's my that's my point they definitely looked so, into. i mean know people on who Twitter this fucking guy think, is
1: so this guy got announced and within minutes he got there were clips of him saying these things yeah. on his podcast. Because like, don't you understand? You think the media conglomerate? Don't you understand how this
0: works? There are fucking vultures that are just waiting to pounce on no, no, somebody. I
1: get that. But what I'm saying is, I, I guess I don't understand. All right, I, I guess really what I, I'm saying is that SNL had to know this existed. They had to know. Yeah. And they hired him anyway. Of course. So I guess my it's my question simply is what he did worthy of him losing that job opportunity? I don't think so. I don't I mean, see, that's kind of the way I lean because I mean I, I hate to
0: sound like an asshole and but I, I don't I, think you sound like an asshole. And I'm I think, not racist. I just think that, you know, they know this guy's a cutting edge type of comedian. That's
1: I mean, you know, let's let's even look at this in a bigger picture. Howard fucking Stern. Yeah, but Howard Stern. Isn't I don't think he he doesn't really go that way and he's not using racial slurs.
0: No, but it, you know I, I used to
1: listen to Howard he's all a the shock time. Comic, but he's, he's not. He's a shocker.
0: Okay, I listened to Howard for years. <laughs> right,
1: I give you a shocker,
0: <laughs> and uh, and somebody obsessed. was gonna go there.
1: <laughs> My dad's obsessed with Howard Stern. It's all he. Fucking listen. I
0: enjoyed straight. Howard Stern when he came on to WBCN. I list, I listened to him every morning but going it, to work. It was
1: always crude, but it was never racist. He
0: would. He would say some pretty fucked up
1: things, dude. Like he got fined a million
0: times. Yeah, totally. He yeah. used to say shit about gays. He used to, uh, you know. But again, he used to have people that were gay
1: on his show and stuff. Like, but okay, that's a good example because all right. So we're a little hypocritical then as a society because you think? a lot of uh, yeah I know <laughs> but. A lot of times, you know, you end up, like, like I guess Howard Stern is the best example of it. Like, this is a man who has equally criticized every race, every sexuality. Yep. He says things for comedic effect. He says things to get laughs and to get subscribers and listens, et cetera. Yet, he will welcome, like, homosexuals on his show he employs, with open arms. He employs them as well. So, uh, so I mean. Doesn't that mean that we can understand as a society we can understand and appreciate that comedy is comedy right look at dice andrew dice oh, clay i love andrew I, dice I, clay you know, no one would call him a racist would you people have well of course okay but but i think we understand like as a society that hickory race, dickory duck <laughs> that comedians are will say things to to be funny like this show right it's at its heart it's a it's a comedy show we're not i mean we're not the funniest people in the world no but but we we we, you know i think this show if you were to put it under a genre it would probably fall into comedy right so again going back further to like lenny bruce okay lenny bruce
0: he said things to get a fucking rise out of you not just to fucking make you laugh
1: and that's but that's okay isn't it
0: well it wasn't it should be. It destroyed his career in the end. But like me and you, let me just He started that drinking and doing drugs and stuff and destroyed him. He was a
1: funny motherfucker, yeah. man. But let me finish that thought. So like if, if, God forbid, someday I do run for office and something I've said on Belligerence comes out and it's public, you know, I think my response would be, listen, what I say on Belligerence, like it's not a character. Like it's me and you. This right. is how we are for the most part. But everything's exaggerated because we're trying to entertain people we're t- yeah. we're telling jokes it's comedic it's not our i don't like if I say something that's like quote unquote racist it's it's not there's no hate there there's no, no hate behind it you know what I'm saying It's strictly just an anecdote to get a laugh so that's, right. that's literally all it is you know what I'm saying there's yeah. no intent there's no real feeling behind it
0: right so I'm just gonna say this. And I know this is kind of like an old school way of thinking, but I'm old and I come from
1: that. <laughs> For you, it's just school.
0: Well, it's just, it's that era. I come from an era, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm an older dude and I come from an era where things are totally different when I was growing up. Um, but, and I never thought, growing up, I never thought of racism. I wasn't brought up around that, although my father was kind of a bigot. Um, well,
1: now it's now in hindsight, maybe. Yeah. But back then- but
0: i didn't pay attention to it because i still made friends with all different types of people and well that's what i mean you know but but here's what i was going to say so for instance you know uh, you're going to have vultures picking apart everything and they do it with everything it's not just comedians it's not it's everybody so i always say this and i know this is going to be kind of weird or harsh or stupid i don't know maybe but this is what i'm going to say
1: you know if you don't you're already hedging
0: i can't i can't help myself (laughs) you know if you don't like what the fuck you're listening to change the channel man this is what this is what upsets me about a lot of this shit is the fact that you know if you don't like something if you don't like green grapes are you ever going to eat them again no well let, 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 let me don't i'm not go
1: ahead all right i mean you're not gonna right interesting so go ahead
0: you know, you don't want to hear a certain song. You don't want to hear a certain comedian. You don't want to listen to a certain politician. So what do you do? You change the fucking channel, right? Wait, I'm not done. Politics, I feel like it's... Exa- I mean, you elect these people. I'm not done. Okay. <laughs> you know, and, and, and then, you know, it comes down to... We're fucking human beings, man. Human beings have been making fun of each other yeah. since the beginning of fucking time. Now, is you would pinpointed something very important here dean you said if it's hateful then i think that's
1: when it becomes yeah racism and i think exactly good and i think you know when it's hateful absolutely like when i listen to gillis and i, I listened to the clip where he said what he said and I, i'm not familiar with him I, i've never i'm not a fan of his work i've, I've never seen really him was, i've seen him here and there um but it's pretty obvious that he's entertaining yeah it's coming from a place of comedy it's not like I, I think we should be better or maybe we are better but like you said people are so eager to pull out the pitchforks that whenever they see an opportunity they they pounce on it
0: yeah well I mean you had you had when I was growing up you had you had uh, all in the family yeah I mean that show was so far fucking removed from reality yeah <laughs> Of today. Yeah. Did anybody care? No. You had blacks, whites, everybody watching that show because it was funny.
1: And things change. And and you know what? I was reading an article about Jim Carrey the other day. Do you remember Ace Ventura? Yeah. So in Ace Ventura, there's a scene where, remember the Finkel and Einhorn scene? Yeah. When he finds out that Finkel is Einhorn? Yeah. And then he starts gagging and throwing, with the implication being that he kissed a man. Right. Right? Um the article I was reading basically said that like now you look back at that and it's shameful and and they did ask Jim Carrey about it and Jim Carrey's response was like you know back then I I was a physical comedian like I was doing things to get a reaction I had a style I wanted to make it as over-the-top and ridiculous as possible to the point where it was unbelievable right right and back then like you'd laugh at that, you'd move on and it'd be fine. But now we go back and we scrutinize these things under under the 2019 lens. Yeah. And it's really not fair. Like ba- basically like I don't know if the conclusion is for some people that Jim Carrey is a homophobe. No. But that's ab- that would that's absolutely absolutely ridiculous. It he is. was he was basically performing a skit. Yeah. Well, dude, look at when he did Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah. Fire Marshal Bill it was kind of fucked up. And you know and Kevin Hart made a really good point. Remember, Kevin Hart got they, they dug out those tweets from like two thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said recently, he said, "Listen, in ten years, I've changed." Isn't that what you uh, you want? You want people to change, right? Isn't that the whole point of all of this, like like the LGBTQ community, all of the outreach and all of the the protesting? And isn't the point ultimately to get people? To change. To
0: understand, too. So
1: how come when they change, they're still being vilified, right? Well, I agree. So, like, in, in like there's some people that would never change. And those are the enemies, man. Like, the people who will never stop being racist, will never stop being bigot, bigoted, the the people who are, like, truly the enemies of people that don't share their same beliefs. Yeah. Those are the people that are dangerous. And yep. those are the ones that there is hate behind their their words. And, you know, there is hate behind their actions. And those are the people that are actually a threat to society. But honestly, if you can change people and and dig up this stuff and have a comedian or whoever come out and say, like, I'm embarrassed by that. I'm a different person now. Well, then I think that's a measure of success, isn't it?
0: It is. It is. But, like, again, because, you know, going back to the same thing that we said earlier and you said earlier. Yes, I agree. It is. Everybody changes. Everybody grows up. You know, I wasn't the same fucking person I was, you know, back in the 80s. You know what I mean? Like, everybody grows up. Things change. Things either move forward or they stay still, unfortunately. Um, But it seems as though we're not moving forward. We're going backward. Yep. Um, And that's the thing that's sad. And, you know, again, you know, when I was growing up, my dad loved Archie Bunker. He loved the Jeffersons. And now
1: that stuff, well, maybe not so much the Jeffersons, but Archie Bunker now is like... Oh example my God. of i mean people use that as an example it's referenced all the time yeah. when it comes to like oh look at the you know these neanderthals from and then, the 50s and 60s
0: right and then you, you have a guy like rob reiner who i personally can't stand him as a human being um but because he contradicts himself constantly and you know he's all about politics and all this other shit but he was a star on that show You know, he was, quote-unquote, the meathead. He was the hippie boyfriend that was going after Archie's daughter. Marries her, blah, blah, blah. You know, my favorite part on that show, and this was hilarious, is when he needed a blood transfusion and George Jefferson was his match. Mm -hmm. And he had black blood in him after that. Forgive me, I've never seen
1: it. Hilarious. Right, but was that the joke? Was, that was the joke. So the joke was the joke that he was uncomfortable. He was, un- but he ends. But at the end of the show,
0: he realizes that George saved his life, and they became friends. And, and that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like,
1: there's a lot of there's a lot
0: of undertones there. A lot of undertones. Like
1: we, both, we all bleed the same.
0: But was funny. It was yeah. and and black or white loved it. It was comedy.
1: Now now, if you were in that episode.
0: Oh, forget about it. It would be taken Even off the air. Even though it has a
1: happy ending. It, it would be taken sense. off the air. Yeah. You
0: know, they'd be destroyed. They're, 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 um, their uh, lives as, as entertainers would be destroyed.
1: You know, I, I just think there's so many things now that, that the internet and, you know, the information age and the social media era, it's so easy to, like, ruin people's careers or jump on things that maybe people say ingest and, and get taken out of context. And, right. And, you know, it applies to a lot of things. I mean, it, it, you know, not just racism, but bigotry or bullying, even like sexual assault.
0: I mean, look, at, look, know, at look at the, the, the shit that bullying, kids are going yep. through
1: in school. And
0: I see it every day. You know, I have parents that come in and say, please, can you turn on parental controls on my son or daughter's phone? And I try to help them with that because kids are committing suicide over this kind of shit, man. You know what I mean? Like we didn't have that dean yeah you know what i mean yeah we got picked on there was a bully always around wanting to beat the crap out of you <laughs> that's anybody can take a beating but when you take a an emotional beating and a mental beating that's a lot more pain than a physical beating
1: and you know um
0: i wasn't <laughs> i don't want to go down that rabbit hole but I yeah no, i
1: understand but but like I, I wasn't i don't know if i was bullied in school like explicit like i wasn't like overtly bullied but i was definitely like an outcast yeah I mean. me too and i remember pretty vividly like genuinely being depressed as a teenager yeah
0: me too and but back then that's why i, I are all black but back,
1: what oh that's why you wear all black i thought you said that's why we are all black no i missed the I. Uh, well that went <laughs> yeah anyway, that went deep anyway <laughs> um yeah we're all black well, that'll come back to bite me now, watch. <laughs> it goes deep, huh? Um, they <laughs> I, I've heard I've heard a thing or two. Um, no, but I remember being a depressed teenager, but like back then, you know, it was just like, oh emo and like, so you were pe- an emo. Well I mean I'm sure at some point, yes, absolutely. I didn't
0: so I didn't know we didn't know what to call ourselves. I mean, you had emos, you had goths, yeah. you know, we were before that. Um, so we would just, you know, I would smoke a joint and be happy after that. So that's, that was where I went. I went down that tube.
1: But do you want to know the truth, man? I feel like maybe not me personally, but people that I can recall from high school who like needed counseling and things like that. I feel like if the internet was around back then, there's a good chance that some of these kids would have ended up hurting themselves. Yeah. Like I, you know, I think the proliferation of this and the ability to like, interact with other people who might like encourage you or bully you more you know i think it's a real serious pr- i mean so i don't think like well i don't think society up, has man. changed i don't think that like there's more bullying now than there was 20 years ago i just think that like it's just so there's so much more exposure
0: yeah well and, and that's just that's just it i mean we all have this fucking you know piece you know, of thing, glass and metal in our pocket
1: 10 million people can communicate with yeah. you in, in, in it's insane p- any second you go on reddit and talk to 50 million people. Instagram. Yeah.
0: I got fucking, I, I, I post something, I don't even know who the fuck's liking it. I'm like, I don't know who this person is. But I, it's, the, I, see, I use it, the tool like that, and you know, again, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but to me, it's a tool. It is a way to get things out there and, and express yourself and, and, you know, creatively and stuff, but, you know, unfortunately, when you're in junior high school and high school and, you know, you, you and your parents get you this phone and
1: you know unfortunately because kids kids don't have the mental maturity to separate they don't words from like to to, like understand when words can just be dismissed
0: dude i remember when i was a kid i was i was downstairs in my basement and there was some shit that was going on between my girlfriend and a bunch of these fucking assholes that you know were in a clique, and um I remember being downstairs, and my mom says, because we didn't have cell phones, so my mom says, Jay, and I I heard the telephone ring. She says, Jay, somebody's asking for you. They're on the phone. So I pick up the phone, and I go, hello, and I hear, you're dead. Click. And, you know, 13-year-old kid growing up, you hear that, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And, you know, so I called up a couple of people, and I had a friend of mine help me out. Did you tell your parents? No. That's another thing, because... I, I couldn't tell. to go up upstairs and go, Mom, somebody said that I'm dead. You know what I mean? Like back then, it was like my father was like, you know, put your fucking balls on, kid, and grow a set. You know what I mean? Like it, it, that's the way the mentality was. So, you know, I went and talked to a couple of people and stuff and found out what was going on. And I went to school the next morning, and I'll never forget it. You know, being in class, just sitting there wondering when this is going to happen. Yep. You know, and I was a nervous wreck and my stomach was turning. I tried to leave and go home. And, you know, so that was that. Could you imagine the intensity of getting text messages constantly? That's a good point.
1: Yeah, uh, it,
0: it it would drive somebody to the yeah. point of, of either having a nervous or like, breakdown or like some of these poor kids that have actually fucking off themselves. Yeah. Or that yeah. girl that talked the get into killing yeah. himself. Yeah. Like, yeah. come yeah. on, yeah.
1: man. That's a good point. I to mean, me,
0: she should be fucking brought up on murder charges. I think she got convicted. Did she? Yeah. Good,
1: because that's that's accessory. Suicide is murder. I don't. Even, I mean, I think she got. I think she got convicted of either like manslaughter, like or, or like third degree murder. Good. Hope um, she's taking
0: a broom handle in the showers. Jesus.
1: Hoorah! Okay. <laughs> um. But yes, sir. This is belligerent. <laughs> still, this is still belligerence. I know we're all fucking serious now. Um, but this is a good topic. But and, wait, and, is, is the internet? Sorry, is we're so quick to like say p- politically correct in like PC, everything's PC. It's politics. It's it's Republicans and Democrats, and everyone's sensitive and it's stuff. Like we're so quick to do. Yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, I didn't mean that in the uh, early when I said. Oh, no, that. I no, meant I what I The politics uh, thing is because it's politics and everything. You know, yeah, what I mean? it's yeah, fucking no, trust stupid. Me, you it's know? not
1: you. I'm, I'm just saying, like in general, I think we apply these feelings in like the outrage and the pitchforks. We all, all automatically apply that to politics, right? Yeah really do you think that like it's just a symptom of the internet is it a symptom of like society coming together and being able to interact at the like frequency that we're able to interact with people we i think don't it's know? part of it yeah like, is this is 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 the over sensitivity if you will is it because like is it like that the group psychology the group mentality where like it's just so easy to like Band people together against something and like to form a common enemy and to poison the well. That we've gotten to a point now where it's you can escalate any minor infraction to like a global scale where like anytime someone slips up or says something you don't like, you know that there's going to be 20,000 people at the ready to get behind you and slander that person or poison the well. I, well, I, you know? I yeah, I, I mean, I think
0: that that speaks volumes what you just said i think because i mean we saw that happen you know in the in the 2016 election not to bring that up but you know i had friends uh that were fucking killing each other on the internet on facebook like i'm not fucking your friend anymore and and you know depending on who you voted for and it was just fucked up man you
1: wouldn't see that if the if the internet didn't exist i don't think so and honestly i don't think i mean and again it really on the current president I don't think he's the president without the internet, right? I mean, like, I think that like this era in in this the volume of information that we have and that we share it has completely reshaped like our collective psyche, if you will. Yeah, right. And it's you know, and, and everyone is a platform, and every, everyone can be a mouthpiece, and you know, it does some good that crowd mentality, that 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 crowd psychology, but it also does like a lot of harm, and then you end up with people who normally would maybe get a slap on the wrist or maybe would, like, be told, like, all right, if this was 1985, right, this Shane Gillis person, probably he would probably be told by SNL, listen, no more of these jokes, okay? We're going to let you know, don't do this again. We heard what you said. But there's no chance that, like, his podcast and this quote is being isolated and shared with a 100 million people. And you can argue that, like, well, he said it. It's good that we can share it with a hundred million people, so everyone's aware of it. But at the same time, like, imagine if a fucking microphone followed you and me around all day long. Imagine if you're. In, imagine if if people all around the world had access to what we say and what everyone else says privately Jesus. at any moment. Everyone, everyone does this shit. I'm sorry, but everybody, everybody yeah, but, is guilty of making an off color joke at some well, point and, in their fucking life.
0: And again, you know that that stems from like. Uh, like Howard Stern, okay. Like, you know, my mom, my mom, you know, she she hates swearing. My mother and and you know, I mean, hates it. And the funny thing is, is you know, in in her day, like cursing and cussing wasn't a cool thing to do, and it, and and people actually spoke very nicely to one another, which was kind of interesting, right? You know, but the problem is, you know, and, and I'm bringing Howard Stern up again is because. He brought forth some pretty shocking things, right? He was a shock jock. That's what he was, right? And the other thing about that is, is like I always would say, well, everybody says fuck. Everybody says shit. We all swear. We all fucking... We all have. We all get angry. We all do stuff. Your
1: kids hear things right? all the time, online and offline, right? And from your mouth and others.
0: Yeah, and like you know, the funny thing is, is, is children the first words that they learn the fastest are swear words. It's fucking remarkable. Oh, I remarkable. remember.
1: <laughs> I remember. I said. I, I literally, my first one of my first memories, honest to God, was sitting in the apartment that we lived in when I was born. I was probably 2 years old, maybe not even. Jesus. And <laughs> 2 years old? Literally, I'm not I swear on my fucking life, Jay. This is the earliest memory that I have, okay? <laughs> I was sitting on my mother's bed. She was like making the bed. And I said fuck. Oh Jesus. <laughs> and my mother fucking slapped my ass and said, "Don't you ever say that word again." Right. And I remember it so vividly. And I was a I was a baby. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what my first word like. It had to be up there.
0: And, and so that's that's a that's where I was going with that too. That's a good point. So the reason, so I you know I I used to say that to my mom, and my mom used to say because it's not right. And and I you know now you know so you told that story about it's your mom word, smacking man. you. Yeah, it's just a word, right? But here's the thing. I didn't swear in front of my elders because i would get that smack right like you did right you were polite in front of people yeah you know what i mean and i think yeah. that's where they were going with that but today it's like you know i i know it's it's fucked up but i i've been i've been checking out tiktok videos right mm-hmm. and one of my favorite videos is this girl and her mama sitting at the kitchen table and uh i forget the name of the song but this guy goes all right you know such and such a rapper, he don't cuss, right? And all of a sudden, you hit the beat kicks up, right? And all of a sudden, he goes, are you ready? And he goes, all right, here we go. And he goes, shit, fuck, pussy, ass, motherfucker. And all of a sudden, dude, the woman's face drops and she just slaps her fucking daughter. It's the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. And I watch it all the time because it's funny. Because her mom just, you know it was shocked by that number one because it's fucking shocking but number two she doesn't want her daughter to grow up yeah but disrespecting you know what i mean like i get it and i get it i get that
1: have you ever heard the way me and my mother talk to each other oh it was hilarious me me and my mother people your mother and father
0: blow my mind well my father
1: actually has a lot of that like old school like don't don't Swear gratuitously, dude. We would
0: drop in fucking f bombs. My swear.
1: Don't get me wrong, but like, you know, if I I can't look at my, I can't just like start making pussy jokes. Like I use the c words oh. once in front of my dad. Yeah, that's not good. I, I called my sister that. Oh, dude. But but like out of context, it sounds worse than it was. And my father was genuinely pissed off. He was like, I cannot believe you said that word. <laughs> And like my dad's like, and like I don't use that word, and like, it, and honestly, like, it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> to talk about it. Like, there are limits. That I word, said that word on that the show, word. and you got really mad. But at But that word is just like I don't know what it is. Why just, I don't I don't know. I don't know, and it's and you it, know, it contradicts everything I just said. Like I I I don't know what it is about that word. <laughs> I think because it's been such that word is such a. Foul thing to
0: say that women totally despise, and I get that.
1: I think it's like it's because it's the worst thing you can call somebody. Maybe right? Or at least I mean, a woman. Well, I got know, an ag- I
0: got an argument with my ex wife one time, and uh, when we were married, and and I, I, she called me a prick.
1: But that's not the and same. And I
0: and I looked at her, and I just started laughing. It doesn't have the same. And, I, and she goes, she goes, well, you called me the c word, and I said, uh. But calling me a prick isn't gonna. There's cut. no. There's you no equivalent. You can't. There's not no even. A, no, it's not even. It's not even
1: gonna cut the cheese, dude. You what know would what the I mean? male like, equivalent of that word be? I have no idea. I don't think there is one, man. I think prick is like the closest. It's the closest thing.
0: Well, I mean, cocksucker. Like, well,
1: but that's not even that bad either.
0: Well, you don't want to be a cocksucker.
1: I, I mean, maybe like scumbag. I mean, I feel like that cuts kind of deep. If, yeah, they, my, if they mean it, my friend Mike used to say, "Don't be a cocksucker, you prick." <laughs> But, but, uh, but I, like, I, I, me and my mother, like, I'll call my mother, and be like, what's up, fuck face? And she'll be like, nothing. What are you doing, asshole? Like, I'm not even exaggerating. That's, that's actually like tame. It gets worse. But there she, was one time where my mother, <laughs> listen to this. She, Gino's in the car with me, and my mother called, and I, I think I hung up on her by accident. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, no. you told me No, this. that's not what happened. She called me by, she called me by accident. That's right. And I picked up the phone, I was like, hello. She goes, ah, oh, fuck. I called you by accident. And I go, oh, real fucking nice. She goes, fuck you. You should have been an abortion. She hung up yeah, on I me. I remember that. And like, but like, it's it's funny. <laughs> like, it's 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 appalling if you don't live in that world. Right. And even my grandmother. I went and visited her the other day and I was like, what's up, you fucking old whore? Like, literally, this oh is how you talk to me and she'll laugh. And she'll fucking she'll she'll flip me off and go, fuck you. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know what it is, man. It's just it, and like, but it's so it's dude, hard to believe like, that it's respectful, like but it's it is.
0: No seriously, it's like a fucking it's a, it's a sitcom. Dude. It is. It's, my pra-
1: Yeah, but it's it, it, at the same time though, I think it's like a a reason why we're close is because like there's nothing behind the curtain. It's well, just and, it, it, it it And is, you laugh. Like, yeah.
0: you know, I got so last week I uh you know, my sister My sister never said fuck. She never swore
1: what a life that must be
0: right well now she does she's older now and so you know i you know she said something she texted me something and it had to do with something that went on between my other sister and i and and i didn't want to bother her at work so i texted my other sister and let her know what was going on and she said i can't believe that you don't even have uh what was it the 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 respect, that's what it was. The respect, you don't respect me enough to contact me. And I went, I went just like this in the text. You ready? I went, are you fucking kidding me right now with this attitude? (laughs) Well, she went off. How dare you use that language with me? I can't believe you swore at me. And I'm sitting there going, wow, are you like living in 1945? Like, come on, man, right? I was like- you pissed me off. You know, I didn't go I didn't I didn't deal with you because I dealt with the other sister cuz you were working so I didn't want to bother you in work. I explained myself. So my other sister calls me up and she goes, "She really said that to you." I go, "Yeah." She goes, "Really? But it's okay for her to tell me to shut the fuck up." Yeah. And I went, "She said that to you." She goes, "Oh yeah, all the time." Yeah. And I go, "Oh, so it's a double standard." <laughs> you know? So I mean, My family, like I said, we weren't allowed to swear, you know. And my father used to swear, but yet my mother would be like, "You son of a bitch, you little bastard!" Right?
1: Oh yeah. Jesus Christ Almighty! Yeah, that was my grandma's. Jesus Christ Almighty! Yeah, my dad, are you shitting me? Yep. Yeah. My
0: father would get pissed off and say, "I'm going to tell that guy to go shit in his hat and pull it over his ears."
1: Man, cocksucker is an under—you know what else is twat? Twat's an underutilized word, but cocksucker. Don't be a twat, cocksucker. If you say it right, man, that that resonates. Yeah, you got to say it with meaning. Like you fucking cocksucker. Oh man. yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, this is good. Yeah. Um, we gotta We're going to take a second here. We're going to. We're going to pay some bills. Okay. So uh, just yeah. We'll be back in, in just a moment, but here's a word from a couple of uh, of the sponsors, here at Belligerents. Okay. So Jay, I got to tell you a story about. Um, we went to the weed dispensary today. Oh, how was that? Um, I I don't. The irony is that I don't smoke weed. I don't. I don't chew it. I don't smoke it. I don't. I don't eat it. I don't. I don't eat THC at all. I don't consume it in any way. Um, but well, I've well, been there they, a lot.
0: Well, don't they actually have like? Um, uh, THC lists or uh,
1: whatever they're yeah. called CBD. CBD. Yeah. yeah. And I want to try that. You I mean, can smoke
0: to that like, actually people do edibles with that shit. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, so I went to the dispensary today, which I've been to a lot and I did it because I, I don't, this is illegal. So <laughs> I don't know if I should be saying it, but I went there to buy a gift for somebody. It's my sister's birthday today. Okay. And so I got her, I got her some weed. I mean, it's not like she couldn't go herself, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, excuse me. Um, where was, reason i'm telling you this where was said uh, uh hudson, hudson massachusetts okay so when we left what was it called like holy weed no it's called Temizkal. interesting or Temizkal. Temizkal? Temizkal. Temizcal. 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 temizcal testicle testicles <laughs> um so the way this works and like they're kind of starting to lighten up massachusetts it was not ready for this it it is the it's such a nanny fucking nanny motherfucking state this this state is that like you can't get narrow weed dispensary some locations it's gotten better but other ones you have to park a couple miles away and take a shuttle why um a few reasons i think at first it was to like for crowd management but now i think it's it's just more for like proper identification um, but that's fucking weird. I, you know, I don't know uh, making people work for it. I, I like, mean this one doesn't Yeah, hey, I'm a gonna go down, down the pack
0: lot. I'm gonna go down the package store and pick up some beer, but I gotta pack like three miles away. You don't mind, dude. Do that's you?
1: literally exactly what it's like. Because like fucked it's a up, legal dude. substance like- just like alcohol. But so you know, Massachusetts is kinda we're easing our way into this whole reality. So anyway. Which is stupid to me, but that's beside the point. We got on the van, the shuttle van, right? And this guy driving the van was such a righteous, self-righteous fucking pain in the ass. He, he it started out pretty jovial, right? He named his van. He called it the Ganja Gondola. That was cute, I guess. Whatever. Oh my Gina thought it was funny. Shocking. But, uh, you know, fine. Yeah, he's trying to keep the mood light, and I get Ganja it. Ganja Gondola. Yeah. So we... Well, I would have called it the Ganja Charge.
0: I think Charge? Yeah. Why charge? Because you need to get a, get a good hit. Yeah, but it's a vehicle. Pump. I know. It a cha- if I had, it was a Dodge Charger, it was a Ganja Charge.
1: Shut up. Go ahead. Go on. I'm Jeez, just fucking. Yeah, it didn't come together. Though. I'm just being expecting you did it. <laughs> um, so when we left, we you, you you get dropped off there. You go up through the line. You get the fucking shit. And you, you you leave. You come out. You wait for the bus van. He comes back. It's the same guy, and. He, we're talking to him about how they're kind of transitioning away from the shuttle thing and they're going to let people park on site eventually because they flatten the land behind it and whatever you still will have two options. So he's telling us, he's like, you can either come to the lot and if it's full, we're going to send you to the other parking lot and you'll still have to take the shuttle. So basically you can't park anywhere in between like this shopping plazas There's like a thing across the street. And they're going to know that. Yeah, there's legal watch. Well, they were sending people away. People would pull up and park. One guy one guy pulled up. His girlfriend dropped him off. He got out, took her money, took her order, I suppose, came to the door and the guy was like, you have to take the shuttle here but his girlfriend had already driven what? his girlfriend had already left so he he was just walking down the street There was another guy who got sent away and they told him where the parking lot was and he parked like down the street he didn't go to the parking lot he just like literally parked his car on the street like a couple blocks away you can't we do saw that. him walking back and i was like oh man i wish i was there to see how this is gonna play out when he gets back a second time and they say you still didn't take the shuttle because in order to prove you took the shuttle they give you this little ticket and when you walk into the dispensary, you have to give them the ticket along with your license. Okay. okay, okay. This is going somewhere, but go no, ahead. no. Okay. So, first of all, you would think they're selling fucking crack.
0: Well, I was gonna say. I mean, yeah. it's it's so fucking whacked. It's like, okay, well, that's,
1: that's that's central to
0: this. How well, how fucking like people that smoke pot? And believe me, I was a serious fucking chimney. Okay. People who smoke pot. Don't live on
1: on the same plane no they don't and they're so out of their fucking mind yeah they are and like a lot of people so a lot of people very close to me smoke pot i don't mind i could care less smoke all the pot you want but you know what i have friends that smoke weed special it's not there's no culture get over it everybody yeah it's just fucking weed like i don't get it i don't i don't so you you gotta take if you don't take the shuttle you don't get the little green ticket well wait (laughs) So it's this guy, it's it's ridiculous. It, it's 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 just regulation for the sake of regulation. It doesn't serve any real practical purpose. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Um, So we get out. Same guy shows up in the van and he's telling us about the parking situation, how it's changing, yada, yada. And then he starts getting super self-righteous. He's like, I'm a you know, I'm a dick and I'm proud of it. I'm a dick and I can be a real dick. And you know what? If someone comes up to me when they're trying to park in the parking lot and I'm the flag man in the middle of the street and I see them parking somewhere else, I'm going to go over to them I'm going to say, get the fuck out of here. This isn't where you fucking park. Go to the fucking parking lot like everybody else because I'm I'm a dick. They're not going to pull one over me. I'm a real guy. I'm a real man's man. Like, literally, he's just going on and on about how great he is, how macho he is. So... You know me. Wow. So, like, people are laughing and, like, they're eating this shit up. So, like,
0: meanwhile, there's a there's a bunch of people in the van at this point. Well,
1: yeah. So, this speaks to the group mentality because, like, this started because everyone in the van was kind of making fun of the guy that pulled in, thought he could get in, and then yeah, his yeah, girlfriend yeah. wasn't there. And, like, so everyone was like, oh, look at this idiot not following the rules, right? So, everyone was kind of acting, like, a little bit self-righteous. about Like, like wow, what a hero you are all in this van because you went to the right parking lot, and took this stupid fucking shuttle to buy your fucking drugs. Wow. What great, wonderful, brilliant people. Brilliant, by the way. I want to emphasize that you are obviously more intelligent than all of the Neanderthals that don't realize that you have to park two and a half fucking miles away from a dispensary in order to buy marijuana in a state where it's legal. But you are a, a weed savant. Thank you for existing. A weed savant. So everyone's kind of like piling on this dude. And then the driver got all righteous, so it kind of quieted down a little bit. And the point I was trying what to What were you doing? Well, this is... <laughs> you'll see. The point I was trying to make with what I said was it's just weed stop it you sound like a fool you're not changing the world with your stupid little flag no. boy. listen flag boy you're not you're not cha- you're not captain the planet you're, you're waving a flag and telling people what to parks so like can buy marijuana let's calm the fuck down a little bit should you, well, well, you imagine if that went on in a package store though it, well it w- yeah I know no
0: I I so here's the thing people who drink like yourself would not tolerate that kind of shit. People that smoke weed, like you said, it's it's all like, hey, man, fucking got to follow the rules, dude. Well, yeah, but okay. you know, And it sounds stereotypical. I was one of those fucking guys, so I can talk like that. If you don't fucking like it, too fucking bad. Well, what I used to say, used like to the, say the, my my lines all the time was like, hey, man, what's going on? Hey, man, you got any weed? You got any <laughs> bones, dude?
1: That's how I used to talk. Yeah. That was a, there's a lot of that. That's just places. fucking stupid. Well- So, what I meant, what I wanted to convey was brain cells. What I wanted to convey was basically like, get off your high horse. Yeah. What I, what actually came out of my mouth. Oh, God. Was, man, what a country. Literally, this. I said, wow, what a country we live in where it's 20 times harder to buy marijuana than it is to buy a gun. Oh, damn. And you know what? I fucking, uh, first of all, I stand by that. Fuck. But, that was, van, that was dope, dude. That was awesome. The van went quiet. <laughs> the van went quiet, and then I said out loud, I was like, what's the matter, unpopular opinion? Wow. And then one guy was what like... What did Gina do? Gina was dead silent. Gina, did, Gina knows better. She wouldn't... <laughs> there's no There's no piping in here. I I, I didn't look at her. I didn't make eye contact with her when I said fucking it. fucking awesome. I, I wish I was there. Well, I didn't look at her when I said it, because I didn't want to, like, break. I, I just wanted to get it out there. So then the driver's like, Oh, you know, we try not to get political or religious here. And I'm like, it's not politics. I'm st- what I'm saying is that it's absolutely fucking ridiculous that you have a job. It's ridiculous that you exist to do this. That you have to drive people 2 miles to buy marijuana in a state where marijuana is a- is legal. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be where, doing this. Where
0: I could go on the internet right now yeah. and
1: buy a fucking gun. Dude, yeah. And have it sent to me. No shit. <laughs> so like Literally, dude, that's at this point, fucked up, it, dude. What a palp- great point! It's palpable in the van now, and then the van right ends, and everyone gets out, and it's just silent. And like, I had been talking to one of the guys because we both bought a car from Carvana like recently, yeah. and we were just talking about it a little bit. And He was just like, All right, see you later, Dubai. He just fucking ran away. He was like, Oh, Jesus, stir But the What you said was completely fucked. I, I one hundred percent stand by. When That's I said. fucking dope, and, man. And I feel. I felt like it was like I'm the proud best. of you. Thanks. I feel like it was the best <laughs> way. That's all I've ever wanted. I, f- I feel like what, it was me like being proud of you. Yes. Yeah. Give
0: me a high five on that one.
1: Yeah. Oh wait. We can do that. Oh. Yeah. One more time. There, there it is. is. <laughs> um. I uh, I I wanted. I felt like I kind of killed two birds with one stone. Like I I made, I, I shut him up. Right. Like I kind of like ended the self righteous fucking machismo that he was spewing out of his right. mouth. Right. And I made, what I feel like is a pretty good point. It was a great fucking point. Um, and then that was it. The ride right ended, but
0: like, that's fucking awesome.
1: But like, and then like I wish the, you recorded that. We could have played it back. Oh, but dude, I wish you could have been there because, like, literally, it was like record scratch when I said it. It was like, <laughs> and like, like I'm in Central Mass, and I'm around potheads, so I should have known better. I True. Mean, let's face it we could probably guess I mean, yeah, yeah, but what I their wanna... opinion is.
0: Right, but I, I just the other thing is I... I Not Gina. I, no, no, I, but, I I, mean, I have yeah. friends that smoke weed and they don't talk like that and they don't like, hey man, they don't do that shit. But I'm just saying... The I main... think there's a
1: couple different tiers of potheads. Like there There's is. the ones that are like literally fucking brain dead. And like there was one kid, oh my God, there was one kid who was like on the way to <laughs> the dispensary he was asking these weird questions. This kid was strung out out of his fucking mind. And he's saying things like, oh, what is this town? Hudson? Is there, like, a movie theater here? Yep, Honest to God. there you go. And the guy's like, no, yeah, there's a movie theater, like, nearby. And then he's like, oh, cool. Is there, like, like a music venue? And, like, the guy's like, no, you're you're in the sticks. There's not a I mean, yeah. like, you can go to Worcester. And then the guy's like, how far away is, like, Framingham? And, like, then we got there, and he's standing that's, in line. That's the level I'm talking yeah, about. he's standing in line in front of us, and he keeps, like, he's looking at us like, so, like... If an eighth is fifty-seven dollars, how much is a fourth? And I was like a hundred, hundred and fourteen dollars. He's like, oh, wow. And then like, so and then at sad. one point he was like, dude, in Colorado, you can get you can get chocolate that's like twenty-five milligrams of THC. I eat like a hundred milligrams of it. And I said to Gene, I'm like, I think you'd, your heart would fucking stop. I and mean, it wouldn't. I don't know anything about weed. No. But those chocolates in Massachusetts no, actually are 5 milligrams, so I'm pretty sure that 100. It'll
0: actually do exactly why he's talking that way. Yeah. That's Some brain damage? Yeah. It, it's sad, man. I, I fucking, like I said, I used to talk like that. I used to hang out with people like that. And I mean, so this, I
1: smoke I smoked two to three joints, sometimes five a day. This functional potheads? Oh, absolutely. People that, there's people that smoke all day and you'd never fucking know it. And I'm not going to name any names, but people very close to me are those people. And then there's potheads who, like, use it. Not potheads, but people who use pot to, like, yeah. sleep. Gina's one of those people. She literally only smokes at night before she goes to bed because well, it helps her sleep.
0: But there's um, then again, like, getting back to CBD uh, oils and stuff like that and edibles, a lot of people I know, I even told my sister when she broke her freaking leg, I, I told her, I said, you should get uh, some of that CBD ointment. And because I it actually, and she did, and it helped. Yeah, I you know what I mean it too. Um, so I mean, I, you know, I
1: totally, I'm down with that oh, shit, I'm man. Not, I'm not arguing the merits of it. Like, look, I think there is a genuine medical application for it. I think my father is being kept alive,
0: right? But partially I think, because he smokes I, weed. Yeah, but I think, and I agree, and I and I and I mean, we have a huge,
1: huge uh, kiosk in the mall yeah. that sells CBD. Like, I have no problem with it, but man. It's just the fucking sometimes, man. Just the the righteousness of people.
0: It's not and and well, yeah. The righteousness and then it's there's like just the smoke pot, the, guys. And then there's like, the fucking hey, man. Down. Is there a movie theater here?
1: It was literally that
0: bad. Jay. It's like come on, dude. Like,
1: I, I, <sighs> like he kept going and going and going, and he was talking real slow. And he and then he kept like when we were waiting in line, he would like kneel on the ground. He was like playing with the grass. Wow! Like this kid was just fucking strung out. And again, out of like his I said, mind. that
0: to me is because being a recovering alcoholic and addict myself, that's, that's probably indicative of like a
1: problem. Right? That's sad. Yeah,
0: that's sad to me. Although he seemed happy about it. Well, yeah, I mean, but the happiness only goes so long, man so how i you, used to be really happy <laughs> well i guess
1: happy, yeah, <laughs> happiness is relative i guess huh I
0: didn't, it, it didn't get happy Too much of a well, good thing I, yeah when i started looking under like the cracks of the doors and stuff thinking that people were coming to get me yeah that's probably the happiness, happiness. Started, yeah yeah. It,
1: yeah that doesn't sound like happiness no i wasn't happy <laughs> <laughs> did you get one did you get like <laughs> like, like one of those like Fishing wire cameras that you can like. No, s- no. If I could have back then, the it would have been great.
0: But no, I, I, you know, I, <laughs> steal some colonoscopy I used to equipment. Literally
1: pull st- the blinds open and, and like, shh. There they are. That sounds like dude. I have a friend with schizophrenia. That's literally what he was doing. Yeah, that's Except what we. Was that, that's Ill. what enough weed would do to you. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So vaping is a central part of this show. It, it is a running theme on this show. <laughs> yep. Jay's not vaping tonight. Not feeling too great. But
0: no, actually, you know, I
1: feel pretty good. I just
0: came back from the gym. I, you're running and you're doing. I awesome. running. Yeah, happy for you, man. Thank I, you.
1: I have a hole in my foot and it's completely derailed my efforts to get. Yes, in it shape, has. But I'm feeling better and I'm going with you on Tuesday for real. Um, in the morning. Yep. But anyway, <laughs> vaping. Vaping is a central theme on this show. People know you like your vape has become a thir- the third member of the show. Yeah. Unfortunately, how do you feel about this uh, this new uh, anti vaping?
0: Well like uh, like anything else, you know, and I'm gonna go back to what you said. Um, I, I hope you go where I'm going. You know, I can I can you know, I can buy weed, I can buy a gun, I can buy fucking alcohol, but the government can't regulate vape now, so they're gonna go down that
1: rabbit hole. Do you think the tobacco lobby is behind this? Oh fuck yeah. So totally you know what's amazing to me, Jay? Six people die. ...from pneumonia that has been tied to vaping. Mm-hmm. Six. Yeah, I read about that. And what do we do in response? We pa- pass we're, laws. We're going to ban it. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Thousands of people have died at the hands of uh, AR-45s. Right. AR-15s, excuse me. AK-47s. But we're not banning those. Oh, because laws don't work, right? No. Laws only work when... Laws only <sighs> work, Jay, when you're applying the laws to... Make money. Uh, yeah, to make money or yeah. to pacify a lobby... Right? Isn't that funny how six people die from vaping and all of a sudden anti vape laws are going to solve the problem? Yeah. Because no one's going to get their hands on vape juice anymore. Because, you know, the laws are going to solve that problem. But you know what, Jay? (laughs) When literally dozens of people a week die at the hands of assault rifles, laws don't work. No. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre yep. fucking country. You no, live in, this isn't
0: it? is, and you know, Dean and I, we disagree on a lot of shit. I'm pretty sure we're pretty, but Italy we're in both, lockstep with, when it comes to guns and shit like that. We're both kind of like, I mean, I own. Well, we weapons. did a whole episode on this. Yeah, and I yeah. own weapons, but I mean, I don't own an assault rifle. You know, and then I'm, I'm listening to the news the other night, and I almost put my foot in. And you know me, <laughs> especially I, I, with. I don't certain, know where you're going
1: with this. I know a lot of things.
0: Certain fucking news station that I watch. I wanted to reach through the fucking screen and squeeze his neck. Squeeze it? Squeeze it. I want to squeeze you. It's it's very German that just came out of me. I'm going to squeeze squeeze his neck.
1: (laughs) I'm going to squeeze you so good, yeah? I got
0: got excited and I fucked up. But, no, seriously, I really got pissed off at what I was hearing on TV from the so-called non-fake media. Yeah, please. I I did quotations. They can't see me. Um, (laughs) But, anyway... uh, (laughs) Because he was like, "Well, let's let's talk about what is an assault rifle."
1: Yeah, but see, and I that, got that, really—they the try to trip you up in semantics. Yes, so and I got really conversation. And
0: anybody who knows what gun would what, what uh, anything that knows about weapons, right? The fucking thing that really pissed me off was like when it, when they they started comparing certain weapons, and I don't want to go down this rabbit hole because we're, we're talking here. about vaping. It's the same fucking thing, though. It, it it's the you know, same thing in terms because, of like
1: pacifying lobbies yes
0: because yeah because you know with the vaping thing it was like it was i re- I read the thing you sent me and then i did a little bit more digging and then i watched a couple of videos and it, and it said it said oh well, you know it's it's the it's the fucking vaping cigarettes it's the right but that went from all and it also includes the flavored juices I and mean, look it's gonna be everything right? man so i sat there and i went like this i went okay so they said, oh, and not, non nicotine juices.
1: And I so go, so it's, it's funny how they know nothing about that. But when they classify it incorrectly, no one's up in arms about it. But God forbid you call an AR 15 a fucking assault rifle.
0: It's so yeah. fucked up, it's man. It's more because
1: it's an easy way for them to invalidate your argument, right? It's I've, a very easy way for them to oh, see you don't know anything. So, how about exactly. this? Let's call them high capacity killing machines then. Would you be more comfortable with that instead of assault rifles? Well, what, rifle? it, what, did, what did one guy in the news
0: call them? Um, Oh, what was it? Oh, oh uh, weapons of
1: war. So, you know, what I, I've, I've said this a couple of times. Poison, you know, what poisoning the well means. Right? Yeah. So basically that's what it is. Right. So you start in uh, a very like well thought out, well researched debate about gun control. Right. And then you have the audacity to say assault rifle and you call an AR-15 assault rifle. Well, people are going to jump on you and say, see, you have no idea what you're talking about. You don't know anything. And then boom. No one's listening to you anymore. Exactly. But that, that's called poisoning the well. Because, and like, honestly, no, no, at the end of the right. day, that doesn't matter. That's it doesn't right. matter whether or not it's a fucking assault
0: Because right here's right. the thing. Here's the thing. There was a guy that fucking shot up all those people. Another guy. Where the fuck was that? With a handgun. Is that an assault right? Is that an assault weapon? Think of the word assault.
1: Well, that's, yeah, I was going to say yes. Do you know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> You could put that word in front of anything. anything. I didn't
1: know what you wanted me to say.
0: You're gonna have a guy shoot somebody with a fucking bow and arrow. It was an assault bow and arrow. You know what I mean? Like,
1: well, it was
0: right because it, it was, you assault you assault somebody. Assaulted with somebody. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's so up. This is up my assault dude, fist, right? <laughs> I have an assault club in my car.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: No, it's just so fucked up. And so with the vaping thing. You know, I sat there and I, I did, like I said, I did the research and I read and I and I said, you know what, man? I said, I'm not vaping tonight because I don't feel like vaping. I'm trying to get healthy. Maybe, you know, me doing what I'm doing at the gym and everything is gonna get me away from that completely. Who knows? But I didn't vape to the point where I was doing it every single night, and I was doing it every single day. Now there are people that I work with that go out and vape. Like they're having a cigarette.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Then there are other people I know that have that fucking thing in their mouth 24-7. 24/7 yep. And I get this. You ready? Yeah, do it. I don't know, man. I'm not feeling too good today. You know, I'm like, yeah, well, you might want to like back off on the vape juice, bro. So I don't get
1: it. Are you like you? you kind of sounded like you weren't in support of it? I don't think and I think you said this to me via text. I'm message. not in support of I, it. You said you made a good point via text that like it's not really the government's prerogative like to like tell people what kind of habits they can have and right. not have. You're not hurting anybody except maybe yourself.
0: Because who I mean let's look at the the sporting industry, right? The, the biggest fucking the biggest endorsers in NFL football is who? Hmm. I don't who, know. Who does the biggest who who's the biggest company that, that promotes the NFL? Like non media company? Yeah, I don't know. Budweiser.
1: Okay, yeah, good point. The king of beers, right? Yeah, that's yeah, a that's another good point. So alcohol can give you cirrhosis. Right, that too. Well, you could become an alcoholic.
0: Yeah, you can fucking get drunk and kill somebody. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. So where does that where does that line I mean, get drawn? I mean, so-
1: vaping killed six people. Alcohols killed thousands, millions, millions of people. Cigarettes have killed <laughs> millions. See, isn't it amazing that we're going to ban vaping, yet we still allow people to light up a cigarette? Well, because
0: now they can control that. Well, they can tax. You know, Laura's pays how much for a pack of butts now? Nine fucking dollars for a pack. Yeah, no, you're for- behind,
1: man. They're like fourteen, fifteen dollars. Well, she on what you smoke? She gets them. We not- had this conversation at the gas station. Smoke some traffics. Oh, my God. <laughs> just smoke some traffic cigarettes. But you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: that's crazy. Yeah. I remember. Now, I'm going to really fucking age myself
1: here. <laughs> I remember when he used to just throw a nickel at the cart, my, 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 and he'd throw back a pack of Marlboros. Well, almost almost you would that just, close. You would just throw one heavy coin into a metal cup and he'd give you a carton of Marlboros. <laughs> Seriously, I, my mom
0: would give me like 3 to $5, right? And if it was three dollars for like lunch in school, that would be like okay. I, let me let me figure this out. I can get I can get a pack of cigarettes because cigarettes back then were only like fifty cents, seventy five cents a pack. Okay, I, okay, I can get some of that. And if I go across the street to Capri, I can get some pizza. Mm. Okay, so I got I got my I got my butts covered. I got my pizza. Two food groups. Oh, it's I got a do- I got a doll left over. I know somebody who's uh, who's selling joints on the on the tracks. I'm gonna go go grab myself a joint. Going high class. Yeah. So now I got I got my munchies covered. I got my ciggies covered, and I got my habit covered. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, five bucks. When I got into 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 uh, when when I got into high school, five bucks was great.
1: Wow, what could you do with five bucks? I
0: could put two dollars in my gas tank, get my cigs, get my pizza, get my
1: joint. I was covered, man. Dude, I was in a gas tank. Oh, fuck, yeah. Well, that was, wasn't there a huge oil crisis right around that? No, it was still dude, pretty that, expensive for gas. That was, eh?
0: uh, it was uh, 55 to 75. It went up to 75 cents. When it went up to 75 cents, dude. People lost their shit. Fucking bro. On, on, on Route 1, there were fucking lines of cars all the way down Route 1 waiting to get in the gas station. There were <laughs> fist fights. It was fucking bizarre, dude.
1: Jesus. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. My mom used to give my dad like 10 bucks, and he would put like three bucks in the gas tank. That would take him to and from work for like a week. Huh. You know? Uh, that would fill days. you up, you know? Yeah. My old man now would be like, holy shit, two sixty
1: nine a gallon. Yeah. Well, Are you fucking us kidding, us right kidding me, right kid? It's been stable. Well, yeah. That remember that how bad it was, like, right before the recession, when it was like four fifty a gallon? And didn't Iran just bomb a bunch of fucking... Oh, yeah. The Saudi oil fields. Yeah. So, who knows where that's going? Yeah. Well... Um, can I plug something does isn't a sponsor? Yeah, oh, whatever. Obviously, they're not a fucking sponsor, but I bought a car with Carvana. Yeah, and I feel vending like machine. I need to talk about it. Do and Like, it. I I I don't necessarily like. It's a it's a dope car. Thank well, you. I just
0: want to say one thing. So I owned a Scion XB 2006 yep. back in the day, and everybody made fun of me, and they fucking basically told me that i drove the clown mobile my wife used to call it a toaster i've gotten mi- I, so I, I got a 2014
1: i got mixed i've gotten mixed reviews
0: so so, so dean buys the the new version upgraded version which to me doesn't look anything like mine
1: it's well, yeah it, it it doesn't really
0: yours looks more like an suv it's you know, it's kind of like a almost kind of looks like a, a a van in a way too it's,
1: well they've kind of they backed off like the extreme squareness squareness yeah and like they modernized the interior a little bit. Oh, yeah, the that's, But that's why they went out of business. Honestly, that's why Toyota retired Scion because, like, they didn't focus group and the marketing was so – Do you know that Scion was targeted at young people? Yeah. Do you know that the average age of a person buying a Scion was 46? Yeah. My dad bought a Scion XA in 2005. Yeah. And, he, he, you know, they, they completely misjudged who their audience was. Yep. Uh, and then they did it again when they – up when they released the second gens of everything, and then they went out of business. Yeah, because I was what I was. I was around
0: forty five, forty six yeah. when
1: I bought mine. So you were exactly the demographic. I
0: love that car, man, and it, the way it's designed. The speedometer is up on the side and not underneath the I, steering I love wheel. That yeah, it's smart. Yeah, you know. So
1: so go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. So Carvana, like, I, I don't talk about. I don't necessarily feel comfortable talking about like companies on the show. You know what I mean? Because, like, it sounds like I'm pitching something. So just so you all know, this is completely just my own experience, my own opinion. Dude, it it is one of the few things that is exactly as advertised. Like, I, Gina had a bachelorette party or something. Is that what she did? I don't don't know. She was gone for the day. And I was sitting on the couch eating Fritos. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Ja- I'm not exact. Like I literally was sitting on the couch without pants on, yeah, watching YouTube and eating Fritos.
0: That's a real man right there, My- ladies and <laughs> gentlemen.
1: <laughs> My Scion TC roof- sunroof had started leaking, so I was just done. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like it's becoming a money pit. It's getting old. Hundred twenty-five thousand miles. I got to do something. My credit, oh, it sucks. I I'm mean, it's improving, but it's not at a point where I can walk into a dealer and like point at a car and be like, I want that one and then drive it off the lot. I'm just, this just not my, my reality right now. <coughs> so I have a friend at work, Christian, who I think listens to the show. So thank you again, who turned me on to Carvana. I have a friend who works there and raves about it. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me download the app. You download the fucking app, Jay. Okay. You give them like four pieces of information, like your name, your address, your date of birth, and your income. Yeah. They do a soft credit pull. So it doesn't hit you. That's awesome, actually. They come back and they tell you exactly what you'd need to put down, what your interest rate's gonna be, and then they you click a button and it gives you a view of all the cars that you have the buying power to purchase right right in front of you. So that's fucking cool. Yeah. So I did that and I'm looking, and I pick. I, I got. I narrowed it down to this XB or a Kia Soul. Kia Soul had a little bit high mileage on it, so I went with the XB. I click, I go through, and, and I'm, I'm skeptical the whole time. I click, like, buy it now, whatever. And it brings me to a page and says, all right, income verification. Put in your bank routing number just so we can make sure that you can cover the down payment on the vehicle. Um, upload a picture of your license and two, your two most recent pay stubs. So I do that. Five minutes later, I get a phone call from Carvana, and they say, all right, we're looking at your pay stubs. We're going to call the bank on three way and we're going to verify these deposits. We did that, took 5 minutes. The woman said, "All right, we're able to verify that you make what you said you make and here's these here's the contract. You sign it online. You you select the pickup or delivery date. They deliver for free. I didn't I couldn't wait 2 weeks cuz I
0: you, you left this out too. If you do have a car that you want to oh, get you, rid of,
1: they'll, they'll take it. They'll take the car. Yep, they trade and they'll which give you is money. Dope, for it. Yeah. Um, I chose to sell mine privately to cover the down payment. I I couldn't wait two weeks, so I took a train to Philadelphia um to pick up the car. With your mom. It. With my mom. Yeah, it was fun. It was <laughs> yeah. cool. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> By the way. There's 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 meat on that bone. We'll we'll do that some other time. Um and I drove it back and now it's here with plates on. And it. it's dope. Dude, in the vending machine, it's literally vending. You put a coin. They give you this big coin. You drop it into a slot. You watch this metal, like, I don't know, tray. I don't know what to call it. Goes up a tube full of cars, finds yours, slots itself under your car, pulls it out, brings it down, puts it outside.
0: Don't they give you the coin, too? Yeah, they give you a, a coin to take fucking home. fucking so cool. Jay, it was... When you showed me the coin... I was like, "Holy shit! It's it's fucking metal. It's a big, thick coin. It's yeah. it's got to be what like it
1: weighs a lot. You could kill somebody
0: with it's it. It's like six inches I could, in diameter, I could right? Kill you with yeah. that coin.
1: I could frisbee it at you. It, it would kill you." <laughs> um. So I had the luck, I guess, of of contrasting this experience immediately with the traditional dealership experience because Gina's lease was up yesterday, so we went to the dealership so she could get a new lease. Let me briefly give... So, is oh. amazing. By the way, exactly as advertised. Fucking try it. it. Try it. Well, we already talked about it. When I'm like, ready to get rid
0: of my Jeep, that's what I'm doing. And I
1: understand some people are traditionalists. You want to see it. You want to drive it. I get it. But if you are... It, by the yeah, way they gave me a car fax one they only buy yeah, one owner vehicles
0: it, what's the other thing like if you don't like the if car you don't
1: like it you can return it yeah. in seven days you can pick something else and they'll bring it to you and swap it out it's fucking cool man and like they do 150 point inspection on it my car's mint yeah no it's it fucking is. mint and you know so like you can trust that like
0: well it was a lease too so the person they only that had buy it. cars
1: that have no accidents have a clean car fax have one owner yeah so that's all they buy that's all they sell so like you know it's it's at least on paper a good car.
0: And they put brand new fucking tires on it, which we, I thought was awesome. So they
1: do the inspection and if anything doesn't pass they replace it. They That's put new so brakes cool, on man. it too. Four four new fucking disc brakes, rotors cool. and pads and brand new tires off the lot. Um so I went to the dealership with Gina yesterday. Let me give you I'm not going to go into the details of like people's credit etc. but we we have a salesperson, Gina picks out a car, the salesperson comes out with like a manifest and it's like after like Twenty minutes of like going back and forth, and they act like they're doing you all these favors. Oh, like, yeah. oh we're gonna waive the mileage. Oh, wow, thank. Oh, thank you. Oh my God, thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. Let me ask you, sir, for for allowing me to give you my fucking. You were money. there for at least two hours. Four, four hours, yeah. Ming-ya. So we go through the process. She comes out with this like manifest and says, "Here's what you're gonna pay every month. Here's what you pay with a thousand down. Here's what you pay with two thousand down. Whatever." So I say to the woman, like. Is this like based on credit? And she's like, no, it's not technically based on credit, but you're fine. It's not going to change much. Now, meanwhile, she has no clue what anyone's credit score is. Okay. So she brings all the paperwork back to the financial. Of guy. Course. By the way, it's sketchy as fuck to begin with. That's they just disappeared. The, I love the, the financial work. guy. This guy, Jay, was the biggest fucking dickhole. I've, I, him and I immediately hated each other. And what was his name? Gerard okay Jamal his name is Jamal um, sorry I lost my train of thought so he, he Gina goes in to the room to talk to the guy and'm I'm, I'm hanging back she summons me a few minutes later and I come in the room and he the payment he says this he says the payment we said we were gonna give you it's actually double that literally but but, I have a second financer I can work with that'll get you in that ballpark. Yep. Right? That's what they do. So I ask him the following question. I say, all right, how much would we have to put down? The, the question is, is exactly this. How much would we have to put down to get X payment? His answer is $28 per 1,000. That's his answer. So I, I do the math and I say, okay, what an asshole. $586, what a fucking asshole. we can put $586 down. And then he starts going like, no, that's not what I said. You're misunderstanding me. You're not getting it. And he's being a real asshole about it. He's like, no, dude, that's not what I said. What I said was your payment goes down $28 for every thousand you put down. And I'm like, but that's not the question I asked you. And eventually like, I figure out what he's saying. He was confusing the shit out of me. Well, that's what they do. And then he was like, oh, I guess I must be crazy because everyone else seems to understand it when I say it to them. He like, said literally that? Literally said that to, him, I to us. I would have got up and fucking and, left. And Jay, and then he's like, I hope you guys know I'm doing you a favor. I hope you appreciate what I'm doing for you what? by getting you financed at this price. And I said to the woman when we were leaving, I'm like, I'm like I'll give you a good review and all because like, she asked for it. But that other guy, like... You're doing me a favor. No, you're doing your fucking job, dude. You're doing your job is to get me what, what I'm a looking fucking for. fucking dick! You're doing your fucking job is what you're doing. Okay, that's what you're doing. Jesus! Like, oh, you had to clicky your mouse a few times. Did a little clicky click, and now your rate is what you wanted. It to- oh my god, you are my fucking hero, dude. Thank you, sir. You let, me, should, let me suck that dick. You should put come, your dick right in my mouth. You should. Oh, 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 oh. You should
0: have come with me when I fucking bought my my uh, my Scion. I was like. I, was in, I told him straight up, I said, I'm not going to be here no more than an hour. I have someplace to be. Oh, well, you know, we got to make sure. I said, okay, well, if that's the way this is going to go down, I, have, I can't stay here for three hours today. I oh, have
1: to go home. And to that end, right, this guy goes, oh, so you're going to pick it up Monday, right? And I'm like, no, we're going to drive it out of here today. And he's like, no, that's all you told the salesperson. You said you wanted it on Monday. I'm like, we didn't say anything. No one said anything of the sort, sir. So, like, they got it out the same day. But, like, what, what was that? Like, what, what? You don't feel like fucking putting plates on it today, buddy? Like, what, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck kind of attitude is this? What was this place? Oh, should I say it? Yeah. It was Honda North in Danvers. Oh. And, like, I fancy myself a negotiator. I am a good negotiator. I've gotten people great deals. Like, because, like, I can do math really quickly, and I know when someone's spitting out a number that just doesn't compute. I I can I can sense that immediately. So here's the thing, and I know the game well I don't, enough.
0: I know I know you didn't want to leave, but and it was her. She leased a car through them.
1: I yeah. And well, here's the thing. Like, and I, again, I don't want to go too deep into it, but like, there are reasons why I felt like there was no real room to negotiate, and. I think at the end of the day, it was the deal we wanted, and it wasn't worth the risk of starting over somewhere else. Yeah, no, Trust cool. me, I have pushed away from the table before. Oh, yeah. I have no hesitance to push away from the table. Dude, There's a million car dealerships. Dude, when I
0: bought my Celica back in you know, early 2000, um, I, I walked in, and I say, okay, this is the car I want. Well, we don't have any of those on the lot. And I go... Okay, I'll find someone that does. No, so I go. Okay, I said. Well, can you order it? No, I'm not. I'm not in any hurry. I just want that car. Oh well, you know the old, the ones that we have
1: in the lot. Why don't you take a look at those? Like, no, I've already dude, done my research. I literally, buddy. yeah, oh, i had done my research like, for like I want months. The car that I fucking am going to spend twenty thousand dollars on. It was
0: twenty eight grand yeah. for this car, right? So I, I looked at them and I go, um, but I don't want that car yeah. on your like the one i want has no has no
1: wing. Can you imagine if like everything else is like this like a house yeah like oh well we have plenty of other houses no no but i want this is the I want house, this, I want. house. Yeah. this is the house that i want keep it, like why don't you just check out some of my other houses
0: dude? Fucking. <laughs> so finally i said you know what i don't want to talk to you anymore and he got a wicked attitude to me and i said i said either you get me somebody else to deal with or i'm leaving yeah so he's like He's and he was a young kid, and he goes, he goes, dude. I don't know what your problem is. I go, right there.
1: Well, that's it. I went, I went like this. I go, right, right there.
0: That's what my problem is. Yeah, you talking down to me. Yeah, I go. There's an old saying, "He who holds the gold makes the rules." I'm not asking you to I'm, give me I a like deal. That. I'm asking you to get me the fucking car. This is what I said to him: to get me the fucking car that I want. I didn't ask you. I didn't say, I didn't even negotiate with you yet. I just want the car I want and I open the brochure and I go that one (laughs) we don't have that one okay well then I get exactly that's that's what that's what you told me can you order the car for me well I'm gonna I'm surprised you even like let it go this far I'm gonna have to talk to somebody I looked at him I went you know what dude I'm done I fucking got up I walked out an hour later I get a phone call from another guy yeah right geez, you know, uh, you you, you left kind of abruptly. Uh, He was actually going to fucking find the car for you. I go, no, he wasn't. Don't lie for him. He's full of shit. I go, (laughs) he wasn't going to find the fucking car for me, sir. I go, he didn't even want want to sell me that car. He totally ignored me and fucking said, I'll have to go talk to somebody about that. Are you the guy that he was supposed to talk to about that? Well, no. Then I don't want to talk to you either. (laughs) There you go. And I fucking hung up. A week later, I get a phone call from another yeah, salesman never at Ira. Stop, right? Oh, Ira. Yep. Huh. And he fucking he was wicked cool. He said, "Why don't you come in and we'll probably?" I said, "Again, I know what I want. You don't have what I want. I just want you to order me the car." Dude, they such shiesty fucks. If you can't, I'm I'm going to fucking Wellesley because I know they have the car on the lot in Wellesley. He goes, well, what exactly are you looking for? And I told him and he said, he said, tell you what, come on down I'll, I'll, and, and we'll talk about this whole thing. Right. The best part was Dean. Right. I really wanted one of the cars on the lot, mm-hmm. but I kept putting up such a stink about the spoiler and the wheels that you got them right? for free that I got all of that shit.
1: Yeah, shocking.
0: Thrown in. Yeah with the the, normally the car the car was fucking i think like close to 30 grand a little bit of patience jay it was a
1: long fucking
0: and and the thing was it was just his attitude and that's what set me off going you know what fuck this guy
1: well when so gina's stepdad got a car at honda north and that's why we went back because like it wasn't in, in hindsight it wasn't a good enough experience to warrant a second trip there but i think we just had some familiarity with it and it was so recent that I think my mindset was like, they're going to recognize this. Maybe they'll be like, oh, loyalty. Thanks for coming back. Right. Um, Gina's stepdad <laughs> bought a car and I negotiated it down like a lot. Like, we got like, I think it's like $60 a month off. A oh, that's maybe. awesome. Like, I, because I just kept everything he'd that's say. huge. Everything he'd say, I'd be like, this doesn't make any sense, man. That the sticker price on the old car was this. And like, his credit's gotten better. And like, Like, you're nickel and diming, and, like, this math doesn't add up. And I was literally, like, writing it on paper, like, here's what it should be. And then, like, I got him to waive the mileage, and he was, like, playing games about it. The second I sense a weakness, (laughs) I pounce. Yeah. So I was just sitting back and waiting for this guy to start bumbling. And sure enough, eventually, he kind of, like, started to, like, say things that were obviously, like, aimed at just confusing her stepfather. Right. And, like... Their tactic is to basically like overwhelm people with so much information that they're like, oh yeah, okay, I trust you. I called him out on it, and he became a bumbling idiot immediately. And then like, that's awesome. And then I fucking owned him. That was it. It was that was it was fucking that was game set match, dude. Once you start bumbling around me, uh, that's it. You better you better fucking come prepared. That's awesome because I will destroy you and your stupid. Like it's it's amazing though, like
0: how they. They do that, and and how the sad part is, is how they actually. There are a lot of people that just go with it,
1: dude. They're all the same too. It's like they're all well they're because this, they they learn
0: they learn the, the it's called the um, four points of sale. But why is it going to be that way, man? Because that's what car dealerships have done for years. Okay,
1: but like so, then, you
0: go to a place like Carvana, and it's
1: a um, Jay, right? It's a uh, it it's a million now, times I'm gonna, i can't even quantify it
0: Jay. and I, i'm going to give you an example real quick and i know you know we're kind of running a little late here tonight but i'm going to give you an example real quick
1: oh well, you we missed a week cuz you it's my don't fault yeah it's out. yeah
0: it's me <laughs> okay so anyway <laughs> i mean it is not really so anyway um but, shut but, up but it is. shut the fuck up all right so my my buying of my jeep experience I gotta get was you, the bro. best experience i ever had buying a car
1: well i've had i had a good and, one at well, commonwealth the reason for the that for me was great
0: the reason for that w- with me was because my f- I, my friend darlene worked there that i used yeah. to work with darlene but here's the thing that i've watched darlene before and i go there and get my oil changed because i get free oil changes <laughs> that's another fucking story um because the finance guy they ended up firing this little prick um he was a fucking little prick you know what he says to me and my wife we walk in there and he, and uh, now Darlene is at her desk she's like okay you're gonna be dealing with him now and she even said it. she goes he's an asshole oh god right so she goes I'm just preparing you we walk in the office first thing he says he fucking pulls his suit coat sleeve up he goes you ever see a Rolex here let me let me let me take it oh off. my god let me take it dude, off dude let me take it the off the most cliche no bro let me take it off puts it down on the desk you ever see one of those and I looked at him. and went, Yes. Right. And Laura looks at me, and I looked right at him, and I go, "Is it real? What do you think? La- what do
1: you think was going through Laura's head at
0: that moment? Oh, she
1: thought he was. Was she, a- was she like he's a dead man? He, oh yeah,
0: she was like he's this guy's a fucking tool bag, right? Well, because like <laughs> but, you of all people. But dude, the best part like, was you're not impressed. I looked at him, like and that? I go, "Is it real? And he was like. What do you mean? Is it real? Of course, it's real. I go. Well, why don't you put it back on your wrist again? I go, dude. I don't give a fuck. You know what's? I, ama- no, I, I, I literally understand.
1: said I don't give a fuck. Well, let me let me ask you a question. What was that even all about? Okay, so are there? What is <laughs> the alternative reaction? Are there? Does he do that to everybody? Wow, dude. Whoa. Is that a real Rolex? Okay, well, wait, 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 wait. wait. Let, let's explore this a little bit. <laughs> what is his end game by doing that? Is it is it to make people understand that he's a man who knows how to move money around? I guess what is like okay if your reaction was that which would have been my reaction my reaction would have been like yeah i, I we all have seen Rolex but dude like, for me you work at a car dealer but for me to be the
0: t- right off the top of my head when i, I laura died when i go is yeah, it real is
1: it real like but like what do you think the alternative reaction like if Joni saw that what would her reaction
0: Oh my be? god
1: wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow wow
0: wow Can you fish me with that on well <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, <coughs> but anyway, <laughs> wow! I actually made Dean cry. Uh, he's got his glasses off. He's like,
1: <laughs> "I've never felt a Rolex inside me before." Oh fuck! Uh, but anyway, but really, what is the what is the reaction? I, we had no for? idea. That's so it's it
0: makes so you feel so here's the so best part. part. You Probably. talked about bumbling. So after I said that to him and he got, and when I told him to put it back on, cause I didn't fucking care. Right now he's like freaked out and he's on the defensive, dude, I got free oil changes cause he took his Rolex off. He gave me a discount. I, I always buy warranties. He gave me a discount on the warranty, right? He goes, you know, you're real tough. You're tough. One of the toughest customers I had. And I looked at him and I go, But you're not selling me the car. You're just getting me financing. <laughs> I was like, so I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. So when I came back out to sit down back back down with Darlene, I go, Do you believe what this fucking guy? She goes, Oh yeah, he does that to everybody. I go, this guy takes a- his Rolex off? Yeah. I'm like, this guy's a fucking asshole. She <sighs> goes, I told you that. Yeesh. Well, anyway, I've seen Darlene in action because i go there to get my oil change and what I love about her is she gets right to the point, dude. When I bought my car from her, it wasn't because I knew her. I was in there for an hour and a half. I test drove two jeeps, and I went home and I decided which one I wanted. It was that quick, yeah. You know, but and 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 I've also sent family members and stuff to to buy cars from her, and, and she loves it. But uh, I also did a great write up on her in Yelp. Which nobody ever did for her, and she was pumped, right? Took a picture of the vehicle and everything. Said Darlene sold me this car. Right? She was pumped, right? So, but anyway, would I do Carvana? I would do Carvana in a heartbeat, dude. After what you, your experience, and what you showed me in the car that you have, and I just,
1: and everyone I know, I know this sounds really stupid. I just really want the big coin too. Oh, dude, I was so happy when they gave me the big (laughs) coin, dude. Oh my god! So, me and my mother were talking about this when we left, and I was like. They, they just they bring you in front of this table and they have all the coins lined up and she put them all out and she walked in the other room and I was like, I wanted to grab a coin and throw it in my bag so bad. And my mother was like, oh, my God, me, too. But there were cameras everywhere. <laughs> but then when she handed me the coin, I was like, this is all I wanted. That's cool. I just man. wanted this fucking coin. Because when I
0: saw the commercials on TV. You described it to the T. You walk up, and you put this thing in a it's coin exactly slot. It's exactly as advertised. Yeah, and I go- That's real footage. And I kept saying to Laura, I go, is this real? Yeah. I'm like, how fucking cool is this?
1: They, they look like skyscrapers. Have you seen
0: them? Yeah, it's like They're a skyscraper. skyscrapers with cars Filled in Filled with cars. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: All right, we're going pretty long here. Yeah, we are. One have. more thing. So September 11th just passed. Yes, it did. Um, and- it sucked. You know, I, 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 I know the never forget thing's a cliche, and it is a cliche, but- <laughs> It is crazy to me that it was fucking 18 years ago. Oh, my ago. God, right? And on top of it, we're still at war. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, now we're trying to negotiate with the Taliban. It's just like, come on. Like, this this whole thing has been blown. Like, American life as we know it has changed. And, you know, like you, you mentioned the real ID story on the last podcast. Um there's a lot of like other effects that you see. Like me and Gina were going to New York next weekend, and we're staying at the World Trade Hotel, and it's gonna be overlooking the Monument. And- oh, that's cool. Yeah, dude. yeah, and it's you know it, it just it makes it awesome. Like I, I remember it like so vividly, and it's crazy to think that like so this year, everyone who's been alive since 911 is an adult. Mm-hmm. They turned 18 this year. They're graduating high school. It's Fucked up. Kids that were born the year of 9-11 are now graduating high school.
0: It's crazy. It is. That? It's fucked up, man. Where were you? I was literally I was in my job. I was at I used to work at Comp USA right here in Woburn and um, it was quiet. Didn't know why. And you know, we don't have we didn't have TVs or anything on. It was a computer store and all of a sudden this lady walks in and she says, uh, a plane just crashed into the World Trade remember Center. Remember when in New it was York. the first plane, that was I the first was plane? Accident? Yeah, we all did. Yeah. And I was like, What? So we all ran to the break room after she left and we started watching on TV, and all of a sudden, a Jen, Jen just started yeah. bawling her eyes out, and my manager came in, he says, I just locked the doors. I got the word from uh, corporate, we're closing up for the was day. Was that after the second plan? Yeah, and yeah. he said, go home, be with your families. Yep. Yeah. And he said, we are under attack. That's what my boss said. Mm-hmm. And um, I went right down to the school and picked up my kid and took her home. Everybody, so she's
1: f- about my age. What was she, like a middle school?
0: Yeah, she's 30. She's
1: going to be 30, yeah. Yeah, so I was a freshman in high school. Um, <clears throat> I was in Revere. It was uh English class with Mr. Mitchell, first period of the day. And uh, I remember the trade, you know, this is like, before like, we had cell phones. They're rudimentary. Yeah. And not everyone had them. And, like, you know, th- news didn't move as quickly. Right. So I think it was after the second plane hit that that Mr. Mitchell turned the TV on. And we want kind to of watch the footage and then my dad's a you know, ex Marine. Well, you're never an ex Marine. No. A Marine. Um and you know, I feel like I, he would never admit it. He had just had a heart attack, his first one, a couple oh, months shit. like literally like a couple months before then. And uh, you know, he was really nervous about it. And he thought the same thing. Like, we're under attack and he dismissed me from school. And uh man, I just I I remember it so crazy. I I remember going home and watching every moment of that coverage and, like, just the feeling when the towers fell and then, you know, Rudy Giuliani. It's a shame that he's a crazy person now because... He was
0: a great mayor, Back then,
1: man, I mean, he was awesome. And even, like, to his credit, like, George W. Bush was the guy we... You know, he he really did bring the country together after that. Oh, fuck yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a shame that, like, we started a war we can't get out of. Um, but man, it's just crazy.
0: Well, on a lighter note, um, Osama bin Laden's son is dead. Oh, yeah? Is that, yeah. Is that new development? Yeah, they just fucking they, they blew him up in the fucking desert somewhere. Oh. I don't know. He's fucking running around with a bunch of people. Well, he'll, he'll be missed, I guess, yeah, by right. someone yeah. somewhere. So um, one of the things that I will say, and then I guess we'll end it, and, and that was what blew my mind out of that whole thing, I started dating Laura around that time and um, right after that happened, I took her out on the first date and uh, I remember looking up at the sky. It was a cold October night and I remember looking up at the sky and I said, wow, I said, it's really weird not seeing planes in the sky. Yeah. You know, and she looked up and she said, wow, I didn't even realize that. And I said, yeah, we're in a no fly area anymore. You know, they they banned everything, you know, uh, for a while. I went on for like oh, about a month, didn't yeah. it?
1: Well, it, it was eased off, but yeah. yeah.
0: It you- was just really weird, man, you know, and, and I remember, you know, I just remember that whole thing and, and how we all felt and talking to her, you know, I just started dating her that night and we had a really cool conversation about how she felt about it and stuff. And the thing that blew my mind the most, though, and this is where I become very patriotic and I'm a patriot and I fucking don't care what people think of that, but I don't and um. When I saw everybody driving with flags on their cars, yeah, it was cool. It was fucking dope.
1: It was because it didn't feel like nationalism.
0: No, it it felt it felt it, like it, we were people it, coming together as a country.
1: Yeah, it felt like like collective healing. Yeah, right. It was pretty cool. Yeah, man. it was. You know, um, on a somewhat lighter note, and then we can end it. But um, I was reading that there were two, just out of coincidence, there were two separate studies going on, studying whales in the Bay of Fundy in Canada. Okay. Um, Both studies came to the unexpected, and and they were wrapping up a couple days after 9-11 happened. Both of the studies came to the same conclusion that there were strong indications that whales were less stressed out in the days following 9-11, that, like, they were communicating more and that they were, like, freer and, like, Wow. All, all of the indications like one of them was studying whale feces and I guess literally they were able to like understand the health of the whale and it improved after nine eleven. It was because they concluded that all shipping freight in and out of America came to a halt. There were no freight liners Right. Yeah, yeah, the Atlantic yeah. Ocean, especially out of the ports of Bay of Fundy's north of us. Right. So there was almost no traffic in the North Atlantic at all, given where nine eleven happened. And uh the background noise of freight liners on the water, We're freaking them out, is just consistently making whales stressed out. Wow, is that crazy? So that, that was like dope. a discovery. So now, like, we know that whales are just in a constant state of being stressed out because of the boats on the surface of the water.
0: That's messed up, dude.
1: I know, but it's interesting.
0: <laughs> it is. You know, really, really quick too. Um, somebody had said um, during nine eleven, you know, after it happened, that there's somebody. Somebody, we all knew somebody or someone that knew somebody that was involved. totally. And the really weird thing was my friend Mike called me up and he said, uh, do you remember so-and-so that used to go to an AA meeting that I used to go to? And I said, yeah. He goes, she was on that plane going to to California, uh, the first plane when it hit um, with her daughter. She was only seven years old. Jesus. And um, yeah, they were going to, they're going to go to
1: Disneyland. Just like imagine the fear knowing that like you're approaching. Disney World. Like a, you're approaching the World Trade Center, and you can see out the window that like you're flying over Manhattan, like really low. Yeah, and you kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah, like I can't even fat. That to me, that's like the that that's the part that freaks me out the most.
0: And I gotta tell it's like you,
1: Shanksville, Pennsylvania, the ones that took the plane down, those guys were awesome. Like, thinking man. about like like thinking about like the sacrifice. Like, could you do it? Well, the dude and, like, you don't know. The that, dude I guess, he was like so, an
0: ex-marine, and he, yeah. and he, uh, he called his wife and he said,
1: "I love you." I'm not coming home because we're taking this, we're down. Taking this guy yeah, down. Yeah. And
0: I was like, damn. Like, those are heroes. You just
1: wonder how you'd be in that moment. But yeah, they are, man. I mean, that was headed to the White House that time. Yep. Just crazy to think about it. Fucking nuts. All right. Well, we covered a lot of ground here today, Jay. Boy, I don't.
0: I don't. You know. Even on that note, I'm kind of somber right now. Like I don't really feel like saying what I always say at the I end know. of the podcast. I
1: was, I was having the same thought. <laughs> I'm like, is that how? Like, do we go out like that? And no, Jay just says, "Fuck to. off." No, I'm just gonna say something else. Do you want to slap you across the face? without, without you going? No. Can I? Can I? No. I feel like if I just unexpectedly slapped you. I'll I was, all
0: right. I'll, this. this is what I'm gonna say. I want everybody just to remember that. Uh, you know, don't ever forget, and also, stay safe. Stay
1: safe. Be at <laughs> peace. Jesus Christ, what a... Tr- Any more cliches you want to pull out of your ass? And chair? fuck off. Oh, yeah.